0: Hi everyone, I'm back with a brand new episode for this week. This is probably going to be the last episode of the year, so I just want to say I'm so grateful for everyone that's joined me since August of this year. Before I jump into today's episode, I wanted to just make a quick mention. I watched a really wonderful documentary last night uh, called Stuts. It's on Netflix, and I'm pretty sure you've heard about it. It's by Jonah Hill, and he uh, sits down with his therapist So if you're interested in psychology or human behavior or personal growth, you should watch it. It's so beautifully made and it's so honest and it's so raw and vulnerable and that's really rare to find and hard to come by. So if you have an hour, an hour and a half, take the time to watch it. It's really worth your time. So today I wanted to talk about one of The most life-changing decisions I've ever made. In life, you can always look back at decisions you've made with some hindsight and some perspective and you can look back and say, you know, was that the right thing I did for my life? Was it the wrong thing? And this is a decision that I made at 21 and I'm so happy I made it and I'm so glad I stuck by it. I was 21 when I finally decided to move out of home I was living with my mother at the time and I had just finished my undergrad and at 21 I decided that I had lived in this city for too long. I had experienced pretty much everything that there was to experience in the city. I had made great friends, but I was seeking more from life. I just wanted more and I didn't ever for a second consider that this would be where i would live for the rest of my life i just knew i had to leave i didn't exactly know where i had to go and i didn't exactly know what i needed to do but i had a internal feeling that felt like i was searching for something and that search would come to an end much later on in life in fact i think i'm still searching but so at 21 i got a job in bangalore which was a different city from where i was living at the time And I decided that I was going to move. I really didn't know much about the city, except that I had a friend there and I had a boyfriend that I was dating at the time. So I had these two people that were kind of my backbone support system for me when I moved. And I'm forever grateful to them because they helped me in ways that I can't even measure. But that decision that I made at the time was so potent, you know, and I may not have realized it at the time because, you know, you're young and you're propelled by, you know, adventure and a need for excitement and a need to do new things and meet new people and see new places. But I didn't realize what was going to come from that decision that I made. It wasn't even a, a tough decision in my head because I just knew I had I was meant to be somewhere else. I just knew that I was not going to grow staying in the same city. And that decision at the time felt kind of isolating because everyone else was still at home in their comfort zone. And I was kind of, it felt like I was on my own. But anyway, I moved to Bangalore. I got a tiny one-bedroom apartment that to the day, I love it. I wish I had stayed there for longer, but it was just perfect for me. It was a small bedroom, living room, kitchenette, and a bathroom. And it was affordable. It was so close to my workplace. I could walk to work if I wanted to. And I did sometimes walk to or from work. And it was in a safe neighborhood. It was really central. It was near all the bars and restaurants and, you know, easily accessible. But yes, moving out on your own does come with a great set of challenges that you're not prepared for. Especially, I feel like this episode is going to be more for my Indian audience than for my American audience, because I think in America, you move out of home very early. You you move out of home at like 18, I think. Back home in India, it's really not the way you kind of live with your parents until you get married. It is changing a little bit now, where I feel like more young people are moving for work and setting up you know their own homes much early on. But back then it was still very much expected that you live at home until you get married and then you live with your spouse. But I think for my Indian audience, you know, if there are people who are considering moving out on your own or you're, you have just moved out on your own, you're newly married, you're setting up your home, you're starting to take life into this new chapter, I think this episode is more so for you than for people who are kind of have lived already outside of home for many, many years now. It's a huge change in your mindset and it's a huge change in your the way you perceive yourself and the way you perceive your life. And it's kind of an indicator that you are starting off your own life as an adult. Because when we live at home in India, I really did not take on any responsibilities of running the household, which in retrospect, with hindsight, was not the right thing. I I wish I had contributed more to the running of my household. I feel like my mom had a huge, huge task on her hands to, you know, take care of me and my brother and our home and our dog and our lives. And, you know, it's a lot to put on one person. And I just feel like having lived by myself now, I have so much more appreciation for everything that my mom did. And that's a huge thing that comes with starting off on your own is you start to appreciate the life that you kind of took for granted. When you move out of home and you start living by yourself, you are living outside of your comfort zone on a daily basis almost every minute. It forces you to be present in your own life. Think about it this way. If there's something that you've been doing all your life and you've been doing it just sort of subconsciously, unconsciously, you don't think about it, you can do it with your mind switched off and you can do it with your mind thinking about other things. Right now, if I ask you to write down three sentences with your non-dominant hand you will automatically have to be very present in that moment of what you're doing. Your mind has to be present right there because you're doing something that you're not used to doing. It's something new. It's something you're probably doing for the first time. So you really have to pay attention to what you're doing. And that principle is basically what happens when you move out and live by yourself. You cannot take things for granted and you cannot be absent-minded in your life. You kind of have to be present, you have to be participative in your own life and that brings with it a sense of self-awareness that is priceless, that you really cannot just come into unless you face challenges, difficult situations, discomfort, you know. So you really have to live outside of your comfort zone to feel those things. And I feel like moving out and living by yourself is one of the great ways to do it. That I feel eventually everyone has to do it at some point of time or the other, but the younger you are, the better it is for you. That's not to say you can't move out of home at 30 or 40 or whatever age and not have great learnings. You will. You'll be forced to have great learnings. But the younger that you can do it, the more adaptable you become as a person. One of the real challenges that I had when I moved out of home, I started to experience a lot of anxiety, which I think is par for the course. I think it's normal and natural to feel anxious when you're in a situation you haven't been in, you're not used to, and you're consistently in that situation day after day after day after day. There's no break. There's no sort of like, Oh, this is just for two weeks. And then I can go back to my comfort zone. This is like, Oh my God, I have to fly the plane. I have to be the captain of my own ship. And so it comes with a lot of anxiety. And I remember. Like feeling that anxiety, having it manifest in my body, I would have really bad shoulder pains and neck pains and my muscles were really tight all the time because I was kind of just like tense. And over time, you start to understand like, it's okay. And you start to understand how to manage yourself because you're spending a lot of time with yourself, a lot more than you would have if you were at home and you had family around or you had like relatives visiting or you had, you know, just the general noise and buzz of the home. That kind of goes away when it's just you and your thoughts and your room and your home. And you know what I mean? So. You can really choose to ignore those feelings that come up and those thoughts that come up. And you can choose to just distract yourself with other things, which I did. I did for some time. I distracted myself with partying and going out and meeting people and, you know, doing all of that. Another way to think about it is you are given an opportunity to really get to know yourself. And over the course of your life, you will have many opportunities like this that come knocking that allow you to get to know yourself better. And the choice is clear. You can either lean into it and pay attention to your thoughts, pay attention to your feelings, pay attention to your emotions and really start to understand them and tolerate them and be comfortable with them. Or you can choose to say, I don't want to do this. I'm not ready for this. I'm not equipped for this. So I would rather Distract myself. I would rather have fun. I would rather do something that's making me have fun in the moment and forget about the things that are making me sad or anxious. And I think everybody does both at some point in time in your life. You know, there it's very tempting to forget about it and put it on the back burner and say, okay, if I'm feeling a certain way, I really don't want to deal with it because right now I have to go to drinks with my friend or right now I have to go to my friend's house. We're having dinner or whatever. You know, that's obviously the more tempting choice, but the opportunity will keep coming back to you and asking, hey, do you want to get to know yourself? Hey, do you want to spend some time understanding why you're feeling the way you're feeling? And I did The first, which was to distract myself and not pay attention and, you know, ignore my emotions and feelings. And then after a point, I kind of was like, let me just see what it's about and let me just try to understand where it's coming from and why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. I did try to see a therapist at the time when it was my anxiety was like at its peak. I think at this point I had been, um, living in Bangalore for about three years or maybe four years. So a lot had changed. And so I was seeking help. And so I did go see a therapist. And I will say that therapy can be helpful if you find the right therapist and if you are consistent with going to therapy. I did not find the right therapist and I did not go consistently enough. So I feel like my experience with therapy was a bit m- bit of a miss But you should seek it out if it's something that, you know, you feel like you need answers, you need some help with things, you should seek out therapy and it could be really helpful for you. I do think at some future point of time in my life, I would like to seek therapy again, but I also want to find the right therapist which is something I didn't know at the time. I just thought you find a therapist and you go and you talk about your problems. And it's not like that, really. You kind of want to find somebody that you vibe with and you feel like can understand you and you understand them. You have to go see a few different ones before you really know which one's going to help you. But that in itself, the fact that I did go out and seek help is a learning that comes from being on your own because you realize that now it's just you and you and if you need help with something you're gonna have to ask because there's nobody that's just gonna swoop in and come and help you or save you or try to fix things for you if you need help you have to like stand up and ask for help And that's something that's another lesson I had to learn, which was like asking for help shouldn't be so difficult. It shouldn't be like, I want to feel like I can do everything for myself and I have everything under control. Ask for help. And my mom was a huge help this entire time when I was moving. I remember she strapped a mattress to the top of a car and drove from Chennai to Bangalore. So I would have a mattress in my house. That's It's a memory that will stay with me forever. As an adult, when I think about it, I say, I think somebody took the time out of their day to not only purchase a king-size mattress, but to figure out how to strap it to the roof of the car and bring it down like five, six, seven hours or however long the drive is to a different city to set somebody up. Okay, yeah, it's my mom and I'm her daughter. So, you know, but still, it's still time out of her life. It's still time out of her day. It's still a resp- added responsibility on her plate. And I have so much appreciation for it because I know how much work it is and I know how hard it is. I will not take that for granted. Those are the little lessons that you pick up over the course of your life that mold the person that you are. And I really feel like this was something that they talked about in the documentary I watched last night where he says, you know, learnings happen in small moments. There's no huge moment that you have to wait for, for learning to happen. Learnings happen consistently and constantly over the course of your life in tiny moments. And it's really up to you to pick up on those things and pick up on those learnings and gather them and keep them with you and use them through the course of your life. Another thing is that you also become a really adaptable person. And adaptability is a value that's going to do great things for you for the rest of your life. And as somebody who has moved and started their life over so many times, I now live in LA and I've started my life over pretty much. I learned so much from those first years of being by myself. And I learned to be okay with discomfort. And I learned to be okay with not being okay. So you don't have a sense of panic when something doesn't feel okay, when something makes you uncomfortable or makes you sad or makes you scared or frightened. It's okay. You have to just understand and tell yourself like this is part of the process of learning something new and this is part of the process of setting up a life and Doing all the things you need to do to have and live that life. It's just having the mindset to say, yes, I will be receptive to this experience. Yes, I am open to this experience. And whatever change it brings, I will take it in my stride. You know, I know that some people can resist change and can be frightened by change because. It's different from what they're used to. It's not familiar. And the human mind always wants to stick with what's familiar because that's safe and that's known and that doesn't have any, you know, sudden threats or danger that might come at you. So so you always try to do the things that you know and you know are safe. You take the same roads home. It's just nature. It's just instinct. But... If you can move, shift your mindset to say that change is okay, I welcome change. If there is something that needs to change in my life, I'm willing to do what I need to do to change it. So you don't get stuck in situations that are not working for you. And whatever that change is, you will then take the steps to put those changes in order. Accepting change is a really big, big, big lesson that you learn from starting your life on your own. By the time I had moved to the US, which was in 2017, many years after I had already been living by myself, I already knew what to expect in some ways. Of course, moving to a different country comes with things that you just don't expect. But there were certain things that I knew to expect. And so it wasn't as much of a shock to the system and it wasn't as much of a change. That was the first time I was living by myself in a new country and Things work very differently in America than they work in India. So the challenges, while they were somewhat the same of like moving to a new place and moving out on your own, they were also completely different because of the way the processes are for things over here. It could have been a situation where I was like, this is too much. I can't get on board with this. So let me just put my hands up and say, I I give up or you just do it. You know, and I think it takes practice to say, I'm going to do this because what I'm doing is eventually going to add value to my life. And if you say, I'm not going to do this, I give up, it's too hard, you end up staying in the same place. And some people might want that. You know, some people might want to stay in a space of familiarity. I don't think that's wrong. I'm curious about how you grow if you. If you remain in the same place and if you are in the familiar environment all your life, what is your experience of growth? I think because I didn't have that, I'm kind of curious to know how do you grow or how do you measure growth in your life? You know, that's like something that I'm curious about. And if you have an answer, please let me know. Like you can send it to my Instagram, which is at Indian Abroad Pod. And I would love to hear from you because it's an experience and a perspective that's different from mine. And I'm always curious about hearing a different perspective through my experience. I know when I'm experiencing growth because it's always, it always comes. After change, it always comes with some feeling of difficulty, feeling of sadness, feeling of hardship, feeling of challenge. But then you go into the challenge, you face the challenge, you and your mind are putting yourselves to the task and you're saying, we're not going to give up. We're going to do this. We're going to get through this. And once it's done, you feel so good about yourself. You feel like, oh man, I really thought I couldn't do it and I did it. It's that sense of accomplishment that you get when you finish a task. Whenever I come up against change or adversity or something difficult, I think instinctually you want to run away from it. Instinctually, you want to say, I don't want to do this because I really don't have to. And you really don't have to change your life. You really can continue living the way you're living. And there's nothing wrong with that. I've done it enough times now that I know if I'm resisting something and if something feels like I don't want to do it, that's exactly the thing that I have to do. And it's not easy. Let me tell you, it's not easy. You don't just like decide, oh yeah, it's great. Whenever I come across difficult things, I'm just going to do them. And I'll be fine and I'll close the loop and I'll feel accomplished. It's not like that. Every single time is a challenge. Every single time is like, I really don't want to do this thing. I really don't want to do it. I don't feel like doing this. I feel like I'm going to fail. I feel like I'm going to suck at this. But you just have to put one foot in front of the other and you just have to do that tiny task that's in front of you that you don't want to do. And then you do it and you're like, okay, it wasn't so bad. It wasn't as you know, terrible as I was anticipating. And I'm sure you learn some skills along the way and you pick up some things that you can use for the rest of your life. I just want you to know that if you are coming up upon change in your life, embrace it. Change can be amazing. Change can do great things for your life. You will learn so much about yourself and your own life. And that honestly is the gift, you know, that is the gift for me at least, is that I'm learning so much about myself. I'm getting to know myself better. I'm getting to participate in my own life, being present and being fully aware of how I'm choosing to live because everything is a choice that I'm making in the hopes that I'm setting my life up in the right way or in a good way. That's going to be good for me. If you're in a place in your life where you're making those choices for yourself, I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited for the newness that's about to come into your life. And as always, you can send me messages about anything you want to talk about. If it's about moving homes, if it's about making new friends, if it's about learning how to live in a new city by yourself, I would be more than happy to have a chat and give you any tips and tricks that worked for me. Um, Happy New Year. I hope you have your goals set for 2023. And I hope you bring it in with love and happiness in your life. See you guys next year.